Which coaches for the Nationals coached their last season with the Nats? I'll discuss next on this edition of the Talk Nats podcast. Welcome in to this edition of the Talk Nats podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I am so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at TalkNats. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Take 20% off plus free shipping when you use promo code MinuteCast at Manscaped. We're also brought to you by SeatGeek. Take $20 off your first ticket purchase when you use my promo code TalkNats at SeatGeek.com. That's promo code T-A-L-K-N-A-T-S for $20 off your first ticket purchase at SeatGeek.com. So in this edition of the Talk Nats podcast, we talk about the coaching staff and the changes that will take place this offseason and ultimately what is behind those moves is that the Nationals did not get where they wanted to be. Sure, they took uh, steps forward. They improved over the previous year, but ultimately that that's not enough. This team wants to be going in the right direction as they make their push to be competitive. Uh, one of the things that we know is that Davey Martinez will be returning for his seventh season as the Nationals manager, uh, but there will be a number of changes to the coaching staff, that is for sure. Several members of Martinez's big league staff have been informed in recent days their contracts are not being renewed, including bench boss Tim Bogar, third base coach Gary DeSarcina, and first base coach Eric Young. Um, so this is the movement that is going to take place um, to try to put this team in the right, right direction, to try to get them back in the winning business. Jim Hickey will be brought back for his fourth season as pitching coach, the source said. It it wasn't immediately clear if decisions have been made on hitting coach Darnell Coles, catching and strategy coach Henry Blanco, and bullpen coach Ricky Bones, along with others on the staff who aren't among the official eight coaches the team employed this piece in Masson. So, Kind of a questionable move, if you ask me, about the pitching coach, Jim Hickey. I think kind of a mixed bag. I think that ultimately he did the best with what he had available. Um, but is there a better option behind door number two for pitching coach? Uh, I guess that's debatable. But uh, ultimately, this Nationals team is in a rebuild. But you're only going to get by by saying your team's in a rebuild for so long before those chickens need to come home to roost and you have a competitive competitive baseball team if you want to have any fans in the stands uh, at the end of the day people will only put up for so much of a losing product on the field again i do think that this nationals team took strides in the right direction this last season uh, we uh, plus what are some of the things that we know for sure is that this team is loaded uh, with prospects. So this team will be well-staffed and stocked for many years to come. So it is you know, one of those tough decisions to make about who stays and who goes, but I think they ultimately made the right decision by Davey Martinez and Mike Rizzo 
on the team, Rizzo uh, as the GM and Martinez as the manager. So it is, you know, a tough decisions for the Nationals to make, but I think that they are the steps that need to get uh, taken if this team is going to be competitive. Davey and I will sit down after the season's over and we'll go over with ownership and make those decisions on what we want to do and who we want to bring back, if any or all Rizzo said September 30th. Those are usually Davey decisions, but we will always have input uh, with it myself and others in the front office. I think that the learners want this to be a competitive team if they have any hopes of selling this team at some point. Of course, it's always going to make it more difficult if your team isn't winning. I mean, who wants to buy this junky used old car? I would much rather buy a car that's in running order and can actually go a great distance. Is this Nationals team a junker or are they a team that is going to be competitive? My assessment of this team as I record this in October is that they will be competitive. Uh, I think they will take strides next year, but I don't see them you know, making it to the playoffs ne- uh, necessarily next year. I guess it depends on who really pops off the page in spring training. You know, stranger things have happened. Maybe Dylan Cruz has a heck of a, a camp with the team or, you know, a, a player like that or Brady House. We just don't really know for sure. But if I'm just going to make a knee-jerk reaction on it right now, I don't see the Nationals uh, making it to the playoffs playoffs next season. And I don't think I'm saying anything, you know, crazy or too novel, um, but I do see them probably being two to three years away from being competitive. And once they reach that point, then I think that the sky is the limit. I think this team has really a, a great potential. But taking a look at Bogar, originally serving as first base coach, Bogar shifted to the bench coach in 2020 and spent the last four seasons as Martinez's right-hand man in the dugout, occasionally filling in as manager if Martinez was unavailable or ejected, which we did see that from time to time. And I don't ever want to speak disparagingly of uh, a manager that gets ejected. I mean, unless it's, you know, crazy where he's getting ejected all the time. I think that when he was ejected from games, it was because because uh, he was standing up for his team. And I like that. I like a manager. I like players that are engaged. And I like players that care. So in Davey's case, I, I don't fault him for that. As far as DeSarcina and Young were both hired in 2022 with a 55-year-old DeSarcina bringing extensive experience as a third-base coach and infield instructor to Martinez's staff, while the 38-year-old Young was a rookie coach who hoped to impart the wisdom he gained during the career as a base dealer and outfielder to the Nats. So coming up here after the break, we will talk about what does this all mean? There's a lot of moving pieces that I spoke of here, but what will that mean for the Nats and ultimately why were these changes needed? I'll discuss next. We're brought to you today by Manscaped, who has taken a step from Balloween to bring your face the cleanest shave it's ever seen. So this season, no need to toil in trouble. Manscaped's all-new Handyman is the best way to get rid of that stubble. Featuring a compact design and next-gen skin-safe technology, the Handyman was designed to give you that smooth finish without the mess of a traditional shave. Get the sweetest treat this Halloween by going to manscaped.com 
and use code MINUTECAST for 20% off plus free shipping. And for my wolfman with a little more scruff, Manscaped's Beard Hedger Pro Kit has everything you need to tame your mane. This cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths all with one guard. So no more drawers full of extra add-on, one collecting cobwebs. That's right, your Halloween costumes may take effort, but beard grooming doesn't need to when you can get 20 different beard lengths all with one guard. The Beard Hedger is a high-tech piece of art in a travel size package with a long-lasting battery, universal charging, and a strong motor. There's no trick with this treat. Manscaped has you covered. Get 20% off and free shipping with code MINUTECAST at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code M-I-N-U-T-E-C-A-S-T for a look as sweet as candy. Get yourself the handyman from Manscaped. All right, welcome back into this edition of the Talk Nats podcast. I am so glad you decided to join me here. So talking about the movement on the team, let's talk about Hickey. 61 is also a longtime friend of Martinez. The two having worked together for years with the Rays, then reconnecting in D.C. in 2021 after World Series winning pitcher coach Paul Menhart was let go. And, uh, you know, I think that the Nationals struggled for quite a few years after uh, they won the World Series and they were trying to find their our, um, identity. And then, of course, we know they entered the rebuild mode. And what was that? That was Trey Turner. That was Max Scherzer getting dealt to the Dodgers. That was Juan Soto and Josh Bell going out to the Padres. But those were needed steps to set this team in the right direction. So this is all a part of a staircase. We're just climbing the stairs to success. Ultimately, um, I think they just need to tweak things a little bit. So Hickey, um, again, I, I guess the jury's really out on him. I think that he did an okay job. The progress the Nationals saw from young pitchers like Josiah Gray, Mackenzie Gore, Jake Irvin, Hunter Harvey, and Jordan Weems helped make a case for Hickey's retention, even though the team finished 27th in the majors in ERA and 28th in both whip and strikeouts. So, those are all things to consider uh, when making these decisions. And again, they're not easy decision to make. Uh, but I think that, again, these are all the steps uh, that are needed to help improve. But taking a look at Rossler, 63, had considerable experience as a hitting coach in New York before joining the Nats in 2020. As Kevin Long's assistant, Long moved to the Phillies in 2022, but Rossler stayed and continued to assist Coles. Um, but then we take a look at the hitting, and that's what the impetus is is for making all these changes. Uh, you take a look at the Nats. The Nats lineup ranked 21st in the majors this season in runs and 22nd in on-base percentage while striking out the fewest times in the NL, but their 151 home runs were last in the NL, and both Rizzo and Martinez recently said adding power to the lineup will be a top priority this winter. How will that manifest itself? Um, are they going to go out and sign a big bat? Uh, again, how, what is that going to look like? Um, 
I think that they had those big pieces in play for a while, uh, but there are not a lot of big bats left on this team. You know, you saw glimpses of power from Manessis, um, but there's not a lot of guys that are going to hit homers on a consistent basis night in and night out. We saw C.J. Abrams. We saw K. Bear Ruiz. You really start to see why these changes needed to be made. And you also saw that with the pitching staff as well, even though, uh, you know, the pitching coach uh, was able to kind of get the pitchers and some of them where they wanted to go. Some of them still need quite a bit of work. And, uh, you know, the fall guy is always the coach uh, in this case, coach. And then also when they're not hitting, it's the hitting coach's fault. So it's not really too surprising to me that they're seeking out other options to try and improve this team. How will they manifest? I will have you guys covered all this winter as we head into this offseason here uh, as baseball is getting ready to wrap up. I know we're in the playoffs right now, but soon uh, baseball will be wrapped up and then we'll be talking about spring training and I will have you guys covered the entire way. All right. I want to thank you once again for joining me on this edition of the Talk Nats podcast and I'll talk to you again next time.